Welcome to Sunshine Graces with Podcast Nun. My name is Sister Ave Clark. I am a Dominican sister from New York. I am happy you can join me today. Hello, everybody. We're here for another session on Everyday Sunshine Graces. I have with me today my friend Joanne, and we're going to talk a little bit about the pandemic. Joanne, I'd like to ask you, I know before the pandemic you were very involved in your parish. What were some of the things that you did? Well, I'm a Rosarian, first of all, and and I'm a Rosarian, first of all, and we did a lot of volunteer work in the parish, you know, and we had a lot of fundraisers, you know, to um, help the parish along. We also did... Um, a day of recollection where we did for the uh, Bridge to Life, where we, you know, collected clothing and um, other sundries for children and for, for the, the mothers. And uh, this is something that I've been involved in for the past 15 years since I, I became would think a Rosarian. <clears throat> when you were doing that, you were with other people, of too. Of course, yes. We, yeah. had a com- we had committees and we had a whole group of women who would do this. And, you know, we'd, we'd stop, we'd volunteer you know, to go around to see if people had anything, you know, that they wanted to donate. So, you know, we had, and, and we did, really. People were very generous. And, I bet you, you had know, a cup of coffee or two together when oh you did that. Oh, my goodness, did we? <laughs> we really did. But well, it was something, it's an, it was, you know, and, and now, of course, with the pandemic, we, we're not having any meetings, mm-hmm. and it's just sad that we can't do this right now. Well, you know, that, that's the thing. When the pandemic came, we all know our, we had our schedules, our calendars, we had gatherings, we had events, we would go out, and all that stopped. So one day, we have to say to ourselves, you know, what am I going to do? So, Joanne, when you said, what am I going to do, what did you come up with? Well, in the parish... Um, a lot of the seniors were calling the rectory, you know, concerned about, they knew they weren't going to be able to go out and do food shopping or, of course, not see their families because we were all, all in lockdown. And um, we came up with um, an idea that if certain, you know, volunteers would help people, you know, call and say, you know, uh, what can I do for you? Can I do some shopping for you? And I decided I was going to call people. I was given a list of 10 people and call and just once a week call and find out how they were doing and if they needed anything. And I can get in touch with someone else, you know, mm-hmm. to get in touch with them. And it started out just, you know, verbatim, like, you know, how are you? What are you doing? Do you need this? And then all of a sudden, a couple of weeks into it, I said, you know, I'm going to try to find out about these people. Find out about their backgrounds. Find out about their history. Where they came from originally. Did they always live in Queens, or, you know, did they come from other boroughs, other states? And it got to be a really good routine every week, where I learned so much about them. They, I learned about their uh, childhood, and you know, uh, their grandparents didn't uh, came from European countries, or their parents came from European countries. And it got to be really so interesting to hear about their, you know, their bringing, their upbringing. And of course, they were asking me about my upbringing and where I came from originally. And every week, it just it blossomed into more and more. It sounds like it began as like, um, how you doing? We care about you. <clears throat> that a little friendship and a connection, like everybody's heart began to be open. Uh, did anybody ever share with you some difficulties during the pandemic or sadness? Well, 
Yes, I would say the majority of them were concerned about their families. They couldn't see, you know, their children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Um, some live in the area, some live out of state. And, you know, there was not that, you know, I guess you would say that, you know, I can't hug anybody. I mm -hmm. can't see really anybody. And it was a concern. Um, a one woman lost her, her brother to the COVID. Yes. And um, she was upset because, you know, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to him because mm -hmm. I couldn't see him. And, you know, and we talked about that. And I'm saying, but, you know, now he's in a better place and he knows, he understands. Mm -hmm. You were like the comfort on the phone. Well, I tried to be. Mm -hmm. You know, I tried to be. Knowing you, I think that you were. Now, as time went on, Joanne, you were calling to be for them. Do you think at times that phone call that they were for you also? Oh, definitely. Definitely. It made me feel so good after I finished all my phone calls to just sit back and say, wow. I says, I feel so good inside because I was able to talk to these people and, you know, comfort them and they were comforting me because we were all in the same boat, literally. We were in lockdown. We couldn't do anything, couldn't go anywhere. And, you know, and even though I talked to my family, I couldn't see my family. And I, you know, voiced my concerns to them about that. And it just became, it, I became like their phone friend. I think one of the things in life when we are for people, uh, it always comes back to us that we also receive too. Now, as we get into the pandemic, what do you think <clears throat> when this is over, do you think you're going to continue maybe checking up on them at times? Well, it's funny. Uh, I, um, I had asked them now, you know, once things started easing up a little bit, and I'm saying, if you don't want the, me to call you anymore, that's fine, because they've been able to go out a little bit. They were able to see their families, and they all said no. You know, mm -hmm. she said, we, we, you know, one woman said, if I don't hear from you, I get very upset. Oh, see, well, then, and you know, it it's not. It just makes me feel good inside because I said, you know, I, I will continue this as long as you want me to continue it. I said, you know, and if you don't, I won't be insulted or, you know, I won't take it personally, but it makes me feel warm inside. Yes. Well, that's the everyday grace, the reaching out and, and the accepting of listening to somebody. Now, aside from that, Joanne, as this pandemic, we hope that it will come to some kind of a, a closure, or at least with the vaccine, it will be easier to go out. What have you learned about yourself during the pandemic? I think I've learned that I'm a better listener. That, you know, prior to this, well, I would listen to people when they would say things and talk about it, and I would say, you know, okay, fine, it's not, you know, but now it seems that I've just, I'm more in tune to it. And I've also found that I've become um, more like a, a surrogate friend to these people. Yes. And friendship means a lot. You know, some of the people, um, you know, when you're on a phone line with someone, uh, maybe you won't see them again. But that the voice that they hear means so much. And I think for all of us during the pandemic, we've had our ups and downs. Uh, you know, one day you could be fine, and by the afternoon you're feeling blue or something. And again, as holiday seasons come and we know they're going to be different, you know, we might feel a little bit blue about it or sad. And yet, you know, what we've, you've learned that you're a good heart listener. And I think for all of us today listening, as you're listening to us, 
Think about that yourself. What do you listen to in life? Who do you listen to? Why do you listen? When do you listen? That listening really is a beautiful everyday grace that sometimes we take for granted. So in our closing today, Joanne, what would you like to say to everybody that was listening today? If you could help someone, if someone calls or if you called someone and they're down or if, you know, they're feeling a little blue because, you know, it's, it's just the way things are now, the way we have to live, just, you know, give them a little pep talk. Just mm -hmm. say, you know, you know, I know what you're going through, but if I'm here to listen. Mm -hmm. uh, now, Joanne, mm -hmm. one last thing as you said that, have you ever given yourself a pep talk? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> See that? All this the time. I, it's, you know, every day, you know, okay, it's, it's, uh, okay, it's another day. All right, I can go out because we're not limited to being in the house like we were. But it's still, I haven't really seen my family that much. I miss them. Um, you know, I, I like to travel. I haven't been able to do that. Uh, you know, I miss going to the theater. I miss going to the movies. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, every day I say, oh, I have to give myself a pep talk. You know, I have to get through this day. Well, and there it, it is, everybody. We've had a wonderful everyday grace with my friend here. And you know, one of the things in life, I think if we all put our hand over our heart now and realize that's the place that we listen. We really listen in our heart. So we wish you all a good day and give yourself a pep talk once in a while. Thank you.